7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Uh, we, we, we are trying, but the fact is it is a devastating blow and uh, everybody has been deflated because you are dealing with a man who was a pillar of strength to the entire family. We are dealing here with a man who was holding the family together at all times with love and with all the humility that a parent would give to his children. So this is the kind of father figure we are dealing with. And therefore, you can imagine when you lose a father figure who is everything to you in the family, it becomes really a, a very devastating blow. But nonetheless, we are soldiering on. We are soldiering on because of the words of encouragement we are getting from many sources, right from politicians, ministers, right from boxing people, right from the members of the general public. Day in, day out, we receive messages of condolences. We receive prayers. So all of those really, you know, are strengthening us, and we see that there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. We are sure we are going to overcome because of that kind of support. Otherwise, the blow, you know, it is really a blow that will leave a, a scar that will be that will take time to disappear in our lives. Well, good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you for staying with us uh, on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabiso Mosia. Katlako Mudiba produces the show, and Patrick Munana is our technical producer. It is a Boxing Wednesday, and uh, tonight we are dedicating the show to the late, great boxing uh, trainer, manager, Mr. Everything in Boxing, a man who guided numerous world champions like Vuyani Pungumbule Lopotile and Welcome Nita. That's the man uh, they call Planga back in the Eastern Cape, but his parents named him Mzema Simguni, and we have just heard from his brother Usitlam Mguni there uh, just talking to us about the passing of Bramzi Mguni who passed away on a Saturday Saturday, Saturday morning, last Saturday. He was remembered in a memorial service in uh, East London at his home uh, today. Uh, so on the show tonight, we're going to bring on a number of voices just to come and share their memories and stories of Mzi um, Mguni. And it's going to be a somber show, or maybe we should just celebrate the life and the contribution of Mzi Mguni to boxing because he is an icon. I've seen tributes coming in from all over the world. All over the world, they know Mzi Mguni. They respect him so much, and they are paying tribute to him. And in 2016, some of you might know that he was awarded the Steve Choi, the Lifetime Achievement Award for his contribution to boxing by the then Minister of Sport, uh, Figile Mbalula. So uh, tonight on the show, we will be hearing from a few voices. We're going to hear from the family, uh, Mr. Sitlam Guni, the brother. Uh, we're also going to hear from the former sports minister and BSA chairperson, uh, Minister Ngonde Balfo. We'll also hear from some of his uh, former boxers, his protégés, uh, Vuyane Bungu, the beast. We'll also hear from the hawk, Welcome Nita. And um, I know we had asked Loyus Omkia to speak to us. Uh, if he is available, he'll also uh, speak to us, but he does have other commitments, and uh, we do respect that. But also, I mean, if you have also come across Mzim Goni, or have worked with him in your corner or the opposite corner, you're more than welcome to send us your tribute and memories to Mzim Goni. The number to send those voice notes on WhatsApp is 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107. You can also SMS us to 41391 or call us directly on 011 
0614-104-2006. And uh, we've also received a number of tributes and we can't go through them all. There was one from um, uh, Dumile Mateza, the legendary commentator there who uh, penned a moving tribute uh, to Mzima Simguni detailing his history where he started and how he ended up um, in boxing, how he left Jobek to come go back to the Eastern Cape and he got involved in boxing there and uh, Uncle D there, Dumila Mateza, has done a wonderful has penned a wonderful tribute as only he can of course uh, with the might of the pen. There was also one that if I, I received also from Kaba um, Promotions boss Mr. Ayanda Matiti who also sent a wonderful, wonderful tribute. They're very long, um, so it, it would, could take the whole show to to read them, but it just shows you how much uh, Bramzi Mguni Ujola meant to a lot of people that we're getting tributes from all over the places. I mentioned Dumila Matez, I mentioned Ayanda Matiti from Kaba Promotions, and I've seen a lot of tributes also on our social media, just from, not only from the boxing community, but also just from the sports community. And we have seen, um, it, we have uh, seen information that he will be afforded a special funeral uh, Umzim Guni. I think the president has um, agreed to an official category 2 funeral. I believe that this was announced by the MEC for Sport in the Eastern Cape MEC Fezekan Komonia today at the memorial service. Maybe we can find out from um, former Minister Ngondepal for what exactly is an official category 2 funeral. Maybe he'll uh, shed more light about uh, that. Uh, that funeral. So please uh, send us your voice notes. I see some of them are coming through already and uh, we are going to pay tribute to Mzim Guni for the next hour. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And uh, also, I mean, it's just been a sad couple of days for the boxing community because uh, we also lost uh, the boxing promoter, Mr. Tulani Makudulela of Lutonga Promotions. I know that they had the tournament that was set to take place um, this past weekend. It could not take place. A lot of reasons were given. Uh, there was a lot of speculation about why it did not take place. But we're not going to focus on that now. Uh, we just want to send our condolences also to the family of uh, Mr. Tulani Makudulela there also, uh, who passed away a couple of days ago. So let's get into it. And let's remember the great Mzim Guni. We'll first hear from his brother and the family spokesperson, Mr. Sitlem Guni. We played that opening clip earlier on. And then uh, let's hear the rest of the interview. We had to speak to him, obviously, uh, before the show. And uh, he starts by talking about the last years of Mzim Guni. My brother suffered uh, uh, many strokes since 2014 up to December of this year. So he suffered multiple strokes, and as such, uh, his situation, his condition, uh, was it was terrible. It was terrible in the sound. I think from the around about the 12th of, of December, we, we realized that he's worse off than what he was before. Remember, he was bedridden. Remember, not a single one of his limbs were working. Remember, his voice also, you know, was affected. But at least he was able to communicate at that time. That was before the 12th of December last year. Mm. But from the 12th of December onwards until the day before yesterday when he passed on, it was just difficult for him to do anything. And no communication. No what. In fact, it was a very painful experience. For those of us who saw him, it was a very unbearable, you know, uh, traumatic experience, which I wouldn't love anybody to go through. We, we, we as a family had reached a stage 
where we're praying to God that this God, he said that you, you bring back his life or you decide to take his life. Otherwise, what we see is unbearable. So that's how bad the situation was, especially over the past two months. It was quite a very terrible situation. And, and over the years, battling his ill health, was he still able to keep in touch with boxing? Was he trying? I can tell you something. In 2014, I think it was 2014, this man organized a world title fight for Sonjika in the Orient Theater from the hospital bed. I remember I would go to hospital, take instructions on how the tournament should be organized, what should be done, how contacts would be dealt with, and everything else. So his heart, even when it was very difficult for him physically to be there, it was his heart was always with boxing. Mm. Even, even, even in the later years, therefore, as we were working with me, Dr. Kane in the gym, he would always be interested on what is it that we are doing there. How prepared, you know, is a participating box against it? What are you doing? You know, you must be careful, do this and that and that. So the man lived the boxing up to the last day of his life. Sure. And, and would you say, Mr. Mgune, that boxing gave him back what he gave to the sport? Well, 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 that's, 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 for, for, that's for the public to judge. But one thing that I, 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 I appreciate is that those that he worked with, even today, always appreciate his contribution to their lives. In one year, I think it was in 2016, if my memory serves me well, all his former boxers, all of them, all of them, remember some elderly people, they once came to his house to visit him. They stayed here from around 10 in the morning until 7. And they said to him, we're here to sit with you. We don't even want your drink. We've got our own drink. We are with our own drinks. We're going to, to pray and so on. And we'll be talking boxing. So I'm going to say, these are the kind of people who have shown, you know, appreciation to the work that he has done, you know. And there are so many other people, for instance, indeed, that also have shown the same, you know. But I don't want to go any further than that. But again, at least I must acknowledge this. Government has throughout years, from the days of the former president Mandela to the days of the former president Mbeki, uh, he has been appreciated. It is those two presidents, I still remember, that they honored him, you know, in one way or the other for his contribution in boxing. And equally so, the various ministers of sport, uh, with, 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 with the last uh, one being, uh, if I may remember says well, well, is being, I think, Tulas Messi or Figlian Baluli. In fact, both of them, yes. they did honor him. In the province, he has been honored many a times. So I'm trying to say there is appreciation that has been there in terms of his contribution and therefore really I would be unfair to say people never uh, uh, appreciated the work that he did. Whether that is enough or not, I, I, it's not for me to judge. You know. And with him producing so many champions, Mr. Mguni, did he ever share what was his proudest moment in boxing? 
what, what was his? his? His proudest moment or his highlight in boxing. Oh, his highlight, oh. Remember this man was 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 uh, the manager and trainer of Welcome Nita. And in 1990, whilst he was in Israel, there were uprisings in the township of Nazan and his businesses were also, you know, unattractive because at that time, our people were very excited because a, a, a particular president of the then Sky was dethroned. And so we were excited. And in that excitement, businesses were lit, you know. But he left there. So he could not be part of the fight. He came back. He watched that fight on TV. And the welcome won. And welcome became the world champion. You can imagine you know, the excitement that was there. But if I can also tell you the other highlight of his life, mm. it's when, against all odds, Vianne Bungo beat Kennedy McKinney. Mm. I can show you so many people, including some of us, were not even giving Vianne a chance. But this man took, took, took Vianne through, and they, they beat McKinney. A McKinney who stopped welcoming her before. So I'm trying to say... These are some of the things that has excited him, you know, in in his boxing career. And I think they they remain, you know, landmarks in in, in his career. And uh, that is... uh Mr. Sisham Guni, the brother of the now late Mr. Mzima Simguni, just helping us remember his brother and uh, sharing some insight and some memories of his brother, Mzima Simguni, who was remembered at a memorial service in East London today. The funeral service will take, while we were told it will take place on a Saturday, I think that's still the case. Unless anything has changed, we will make sure that we inform you about that. I can see the messages and the voice notes are coming through. Uh, somebody says, condolences to the family. This loss is very painful, Mr. M- to M- painful of Mr. Mguni. May God Almighty grant strength to the family. After the break, we speak to former Minister Ngonde Balfour. Sport on, on SAFM. Okay, and let's also bring on somebody who would have known Mzima Mguni very, very well uh, because of the number of um, of roles that is occupied in the in sport in South Africa, but also a man from the Eastern Cape, former Minister of Sport and BSA chairperson, uh, Mr. Ngonde Balfour. Good evening, Minister. Thank you again for being able to speak to us tonight uh, on SAFM. Good evening, Budi. First of all, uh, I was a minister then from 1999 <laughs> to 2004. And uh, that's it. So I'm no minister now. I'm just a farmer just working on his land in the Eastern Cape. Yes, now, Mlimi, farmer. Yes. Nonde Palfo. Firstly, please, uh, firstly, we've just received information. I believe it was announced at the memorial service that Umzim Guni will be afforded a category two f- funeral. Are you able to clarify to us what that means? And do you think it's fitting for a, for a, for a man of his stature? 
I'm not in government anymore, so I'm not sure what it means, but it is fitting for Rumzi. It's a very fitting way of sending him home. Mm. We, we, we couldn't do anything uh, but that for Rumzi. The contribution he has made uh, to e-boxing and to Bantu Basipal in the community of Tanzania and some people in, in the Eastern Cape and Alice, Kwanzaela and Kwilali Zakona, Kosekaya Kwanzaela Latin Komozan So it's fitting for Rumzi. I'm quite happy with that. Ah, that's very good to hear. And we actually, when we spoke to the family this week, they said they would also do another memorial service, Alice, at the yes. to yes. make yes. sure. Yes. Okay. Mm. And as a boxing person yourself, Umlimi, this is someone that you must have known very well as a sporting person too. Do you even remember where or when you met him for the first time? Um, the person who introduced me to Mzi was the former minister, Pandikwamu, Steve Chwet. Hmm. Steve loved and liked Umzi quite a lot because of the contribution to uplift Abandwana Basse Eastern Cape so that Babenendo Abadjonge Kuyo. He did that. And after that, I knew Umzi from 96, I think it's the Olympic Games, uh, Atlanta, where he really was born that he is a champion himself. Getting those boxers through and making sure that they come back with titles. That was important to all of us. Mm. So from there, I became the minister in 1999. And I finished in 2004 uh, as a minister. The only two ministers who finished their terms is Steve Treden and Nwande Balfour. After that, Nwandene's new minister says, Pumiletin, Steve, may his soul rest in peace. Umzi has helped me quite a lot during that time, had really played a good role. When I, I was uh, sworn in as a sports minister, I didn't know a lot of things about boxing. I knew a lot of other sports. Mm. And Mzee was there uh, 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 in boxing. First thing, 1954 Boxing Act mm. uh, bumbled me because I was younger than probably one year older than that boxing act. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to find out what can we do to change this thing. A disaster. And Umzi was there, not only him and other promoters, to help us. And there were MECs who also helped a lot. Monji Kungubele, Nosimo Balinzela, and Mfebe from the Free State to overhaul, overhaul the whole Boxing Act so that it fits with the democratic dispensation. So you can see that it's a big thing. We have to change this. It is suit the democratic nature of our country. It was in 1954. Who, who put that together in 1954? We were not there, some of us. Mm. So we did. We had some fights and everything, and he was there to help, and eventually we got it through Parliament. I count him in on that. We then had to sorry put we then had to look at how this boxing act is going to be uh, utilized by provinces. 
Olympics is a 96 Zaka 96 the ones with the Philip Ndowe and Evan Butlalu. Yes, as long was, as it, a was he training as them? He, he was training a number of them. Oh. Uh, was involved with them boxers. But Umzi was just a, 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 a phenomenon. Sure. And I guess it's fitting then that he was later awarded with the Steve Chwete Lifetime Award. Yes, he was. It's very fitting. And Minister Umbalu, did the right thing to the right person. Okay, we've got. He f- deserved more than that. But Yenzegile, but will always treasure him as Lomzi. Uh, one day, just a, 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 a on passing now, a laughable thing. Mm. Sitting at home in Rondebosch, watching e-boxing MUA, mm. and uh, Umzi is one of the managers, promoters of the boys. I don't remember that. Mm. The um, verdict didn't fall within what he wanted. Um, and uh, he, he judges Zakawa, Commissioner Paramile, I Jacobs. think Jacobs. Jacobs. And remember, I remember that. I didn't know what to do. Mm. Being as a, a young minister, I then got one of my officers uh, <laughs> on a motor estate that Kauleza Upeg MUA, Upete Phoniako. Yet, because it was a little bit built Get there quickly, get into the ring, and give that phone to Umzi Uti, Nangu Uti, I don't want to minister Wako Uti, Amnika. Give him the ring. Give him the phone. I pull me. Zimas, pull my ring. I miss and your card. I, if if I either miss or pull my spelling in well, sing and to stop any kind of friction and conflict. Yeah. <laughs> 
stood there, looked at the phone, and said, "Okay, all right, please, I'll get out." It. I if I get verdict, I is out. Elwandi, you not move. Hmm. so away now, and the other promoter, no judges come to see me. Don't fly to Tanzania today, please. And they, it, he did. Hmm. Which thing I laugh about every day in Tanzania. I command you, so say ringi, nunga fulu pume ringi. So those are some of the things we'll remember about Tumzi. Yes. But also, he was a person of, of, of people, a uh, person's person. We have lost a number of good, good sports administrators. And it's a pity, let's support our protocols We would have paid more and more tribute to all of them. Abashile, Obu mm. George, Omluleki, uh, mm. Nabanya, but we couldn't because the protocols. Viti, Masinga, Masenze Lendo, Elise, and the Funawens were your. My heart goes out to Mzee's family. Let's take some voice notes here, Mlim. Uh, good evening, member. This is my best lover from Bush Region to pay my tribute to Mzima Semunguni. He has paved the way for many boxers in the country. His contribution uh, is recognized worldwide. I have seen some in the internet, someone mentioning him from abroad. Yeah, he has paved the way. I didn't know him well about him, but when I checked his profile, uh, he has done a lot in boxing. We need more men like him in the boxing fraternity to develop more boxers in this country. So, we must rest in peace. Peace be upon him. Marvelous now from Bushpakistan. Good evening, Tabiso. No listeners, the SAFM Gumuabe will call East London. Eh, Silasagelo Likoko, Ikala, Indo Tinkulumatot, Selesenyati, Upram Zimla, Tiamkumula, Sana, Ulutumut Kalata, Ezala, Ezala Nalenduana, Umpofu, Apoetica Beton Umpofu. Born Baulu to Muna and the Buyum, Volu to Manga and Trade. Quite to Pelago, Quefai to Pramzu, a quailer ring in Oba Missandrum Poof, Candy Corn into a bony lay and the Loyalist song. Are you? What you can bamboo poof, I'm cover peasant and of months into about five and look to a plaster of Paris letter assignment up as anti. You'll end up a better plum. Umpoof, Bapum, the Balek and a trainer yaking, aluminum, Orient, Cabellanga, Baobanjula, Cabezan, Ganem Tanzane, Camapolisa, a wagon perfume logalutum, Alamotol, no Pramzi, Indutin Kulu, and a family album about Tolemana, Gutlangalunga, Okay, thanks for those. We'll play more later. There was actually a question that I, I didn't see earlier on, but it's actually been answered now by uh, by Miwetu about what happened in Cape Town. So we've cleared that up. I'm glad somebody had remembered it and was asking that question. But finally, Mlimi, what can we take from the life and the story and the contribution of Umzimguni as we go forward now without him? The one would uh, want to to take a few lessons from Ubumgamzi. Umzi, like probably a number of us, were boxing fans. I'm still a boxing fan. Mm. 
Umzi loved boxing to the extent that he would sacrifice absolutely everything for the boxing. But in doing so, picking up young men and female, Babangenen for one of male, and uh, giving them focus on their lives and making sure that he looks after them, even after they're the champions and even after they've not been champions. That's the kind of a person that we want or people that we want to look after our young people and give them hope so that they, they, they can focus on something that brings them that kind of hope. The, the, the last thing, my year is, I think it has a year or two, as each person mm. here boxing South Africa. I refused at first. But the person who talked to me and said, I'll drink, I'll drink, that way, I'll drink, I'll I did. And at that stage, we were trying to clean up a lot of things in boxing. Mm. Uloiso would uh, attest to that because he worked with me, Uloiso, offices. Mm. And for that year, we were fighting for e-boxing to be broadcast again because we started as Miami boxing. We worked tried with the SABC, I tried with Supersport, and things were coming to, together. And Umzi always gave me that kind of assistance. On TV, because the boxing needs to be there. It is a national asset. It is a giver of hope. Thank you very much for being able to join us tonight on SAFM and for helping us pay tribute to Opramzi. We will hold you to that. Former Sports Minister and BSA Chairperson Mr Ngonde Paul for speaking to us, helping us remember the late great Mzi Pramzi Mguni. And there was a a voice note that mentioned that his that there are tributes from all over the world. There was one from Louis de Bella, the boxing promoter, who said Mzima Simguni might not be a well-known name in boxing today, but in Africa, he was a legend known to his friends as Mzi. He produced a plethora of boxing champions, such as the Hawk, the Beast, and uh, the Hawk, the other Hawk, Makepula, rest in power, Mzi. That was from a man that is well-followed and well-respected um, in the boxing world internationally and he took time out to pay tribute to Bramzim Guni and even posted a picture of Bramzi Novuyani Bungu. Up next we'll hear from Loi Somja. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Let's also welcome another well-respected name in the boxing circles, Mr. Loi Somja. Uh, Lloyd, good evening. Thank you very much for speaking to us tonight on SAFM. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to your listeners of SAFM and uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. A lot of people that we spoke to this week said we can't do a tribute without you. You have to come and tell your story. So we're glad that you're able to join us tonight. Firstly, I believe you at the memorial service uh, today. Uh, I just uh, got home now. We were there from half past 11 because we started it at Mdanzani in what is now called Nguni Street where he was staying, then we drove right into Islanan to the Orient Theater, uh, the theater of blood, the theater of dreams, where he made a mark for himself as a boxing promoter. In fact, he was one of those people who made 
um, the name Orient Theatre synonymous with boxing. And then from there we moved to his house, uh, Vincent, uh, at Vincent, Hi- Vincent Heights. And uh, we had now a long memorial there. Speakers were coming from uh, all the sports codes and even the MEC for Sport in the Eastern Cape was there. Mm, and usually promises are made at these memorial services. Was there anything said today? Yes, a lot of promises, you know, uh, the museums that have uh, always been promised, uh, the name changes of the halls and all of that. And uh, a lot of times we always feel that uh, we are um, disappointed because especially our sport. Because we've done a lot, especially for this province, that is the Eastern Cape. Boxing has been the number one sport here, the sport that has put the province uh, on the world map. But uh, always, nothing happens. We have a lot of people that are institutions. It's not Mzee alone. Even mm-hmm. people before him, people who laid the, 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 the ground floor for Mzee to actually take it up and run with it. And people during the time of Mzee and after Mzee. But uh, there is a big, big backlog in terms of uh, acknowledging and recognizing those people. Well, we'll follow up when the dust is settled. But for you, Taloid, I've mentioned a lot of people said we must speak to you. How do you describe your journey with Bramzim Guni? It was um, an enlightening journey. It was an educating experience. And uh, it was also an experience that, that needed a lot of bravery <laughs> because Mzi was not scared to start and finish things. Uh, when he came to East London, I was the first person that he came to because he was a, a big boxing fan and I was still fighting at the time because that was the late 70s. And I used to see him in all the fights until we made up a small friendship. And that is when now he actually came and stayed in East London and opened the business during the uh, Siskai um, Homeland Government. Mm-hmm. He was able to get a plot there and open the business. And immediately opened the business. That is where now the real Mzee, the passion for the people and all of that came out. Because even the people in the area where he was staying, young and old, they always benefited. People were were unable to bury their people. Z would do that. Kids were not able to go to school. People Z did that. That is where now the boxers, boxing people are always opportunists, even boxers are like that. They decided that here was a man who could lead us to um, a bright future in boxing. There was a big club there that was called Modern mm. Boxing Club that was very, very successful. And the lead boxer at that time was very illusible. We had just lost his title to Baby Jake Matala. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wanted Mzi now to open his own team and lead them. And uh, Mzi did that. There were about more than 50 boys. He organized the school and uh, he started uh, the club. But then came the offer for Mzi to fight Matala again because he had just lost a few months earlier his title to Matala. He was beaten badly by Matala. And then at that time, I was already an ex-boxer and uh, I was already a successful trainer, 
known around the country as a very good trainer. So Mzi came to me, sat down with me, and we worked a deal where he said, please help me with this fight. And if we win this fight, we are going to stay together for some time until I'm able to um, find my feet. Here at this gym, I also had my gym. So we started working for uh, with, 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 with and all the boxers. Boxers like Vianney Bungu and the Welcome Meter at that time were still amateurs. Mm-hmm. I think Bungu was still very new. Welcome Meter was already a national champion, but in the amateurs. The long and the short of it, we beat Matala. And we went on until for six or seven fights until Luzibo lost to um, Jose de Jesus. Mm-hmm. That is where now our agreement now came to a stop. But then we also agreed that while we will be, we will be going on with our own stables, we would be helping each other going forward from big fight to big fight, from big fight to big fight. And that is exactly what happened. But what I noticed from that very first time that we were working together, we meant he was very brilliant. Mm. You would never uh, tell him the same thing twice. He would see this, he would ask this, and then he would come back to do it. And uh, in no time, when he uh, had, uh, had to, 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 to lead his box, his own boxers now all by himself, in no time, he took his club to a level, dizzy heights that had never been there before. And that was including now the province itself. Because when he came, the province was already very strong. Eastern Cape has always been very strong when it came to boxing. There were big boxing clubs. There were big promotions. And uh, the fans were at, at their highest when it came to screaming and supporting boxing. The ground was very fertile. Z was able to take advantage of all of that and made himself a better man in boxing, including the place itself when it came to international fights. And do you think we have been able to pick up where he left off then, Mr. Loiso Mkia? Are you happy with the new breed of, of trainers and managers? I think we will be, because if you take boxing before Z, we never thought there would be better promoters than the likes of uh, Boises Tumane, Eric Gabriel, Amfana Jegwa, and the promoters that were there when Z came in. I, I had my own promotion myself at the time. But the big promoters that were starting at that time were promoters like uh, Real First, first Team Promotions, Coco Corlo and uh, uh, Michael Gua. Those guys were really good promoters. And uh, nobody thought there could be anybody who could do better than that until he came. Now, that was during the time of live television for fights. And he really took advantage of that. Now there is no television. But we are, the digital world has come into boxing, and people now are seeing boxing now on their cell phones. He is not there, but I can assure you, with the kind of talent that we have here in Eastern when it comes to boxing, you are going to be having other boys that will be coming and making this thing better. They may not be in Z. They may not be as good as in Z, but boxing will go on. Without Z, it will go on, but it will never be the same. But when it comes to actually saying, will there ever be another Z? I'm very, very hopeful. Maybe I'm just positive for boxing that there's a lot of talent here. There will be talent that will come and take us to this new world of boxing.
Before we speak to welcome, it was already on the line. What can you tell us about BBM, Border Boxing Movement? The Border Boxing Movement was a movement that I formed with my friends. In, in fact, it was to protect Welcome Nita and Mzim Guni because there was a, a political move at the time. That was right, of course, because the, 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 what you would call the sports arm of the, NS, of, of the ANC, that was NSC, mm. it also had members in boxing. And the truth was they were totally against people who were uh, participating internationally at the time because of the situation South Africa was in at that time. And us as the BBM were saying, yes, that is right. But again, it is not fair to actually say that people like welcome. We have already won world titles must just stop simply because there is a hope that the WBC will come and uh, get everybody on, on board and make things better. So there was that kind of fight between all of us. So we formed the BBM. The, the, the border boxing movement. I was the, the founder and also the chairperson of that to actually say no ways we will not be pushed to do that. We talked to everybody right up to the top of the ANC until the top of the ANC came led by Steve Tretter and both groups that was um, the group of, 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 of those that were saying let us stick to this one of saying we will be fighting, welcome must keep the IDF. Others were saying no, because of the situation, you cannot divorce sports from uh, politics. Let us stop it. But then, when the ANC came and listened to both our stories, they decided. And and us as BDM were saying, once this matter of welcome, just matter of welcome, is sorted out, we will disband and we will go on with boxing as usual. When the ANC came, they said, let Welcome be a world champion until he loses it in the ring. Immediately, we all crossed floors and we shook hands, we hugged, and that was the end of the story. Now, that is the story of us. That is us as boxing people in East London because we love the game, we live for the game. As a result, once that was settled, both uh, groups, just disbanded and we carried on with boxing. We listened to the master. That was the ANC. Oh, viva BBM, viva. Thank you, yes. Mr. Loisom Kia, for joining us here as we pay tribute you, to Mzim Gusi. And condolences right. also to you. You were very close, as we can hear there. We're going to take a quick break and speak to the Hawking Sport on, on SAFM. And it's, we are joined by the former champion, our former IBF champion, the Hawk Welcome Nita. A lot of people have mentioned him when they mention him, Mguni. Uh, Hawk, the Hawk, good evening and thank you for speaking to us on SAFM. Yes, it's all mine, Tabiso. Thank you. How do you describe the role that Tuplanga played in your career? Um, you see, Tabiso, uh, Ramzi was like a father figure uh, to me. So I am saying this, um, my relationship, uh, with him didn't just start for, as a professional. Mm. Uh, my rela- relationship with him started when we still at uh, a club that was being owned by Boises, the late Boises Domani. Um, we're all under modern boxing club. Um, lot of, one thing that a lot of people don't know about Ramzi, Ramzi, uh, as much as uh, he was born um, in Alice, but moved to Joburg, for greener pastures, like as you would know, back in the old mm-hmm. days, um, um, 
Over there, he was in, lo- in love with soccer, and he was a fan of uh, Moroga Swallows. <laughs> That's what he said himself. And then when he came over this side, um, as everybody knows that um, Eastern Cape is crazy about boxing. Worse during that time, uh, the time of Happy Boy Mkazi, the time of T.H. Moretrana, the time of Mazwaiti Yana, the list is long. So um somewhere somehow he fell in love with boxing and then he, that's why he ha- associated himself with um modern boxing club modern boys boxing club which was situated in, at any eight then under the the stewardship of uh like i said uh boys to man mm. um myself um Vele Luluzipo, my brother Mzwandile, Meta, Tabo Spampo, Thompson also Han in Duanya um the list is long um a lot of good boxers back in the day um they were at that club Mountain boxing club was one of the clubs um at in in Danzani, um because it had all these boxers that at that time were stars mm. so i was not a boxer um my first love was into soccer <laughs> my brother Mzondilo, was the one uh, who was um, a boxer. But because when we came into Tanzani, um, I didn't know no one uh, when it comes to... Uh, I, did, I was not familiar with the boxing thing. I was in love with soccer, and the soccer fields were far away, no, not knowing no one. At one stage, I had to, to sort of do something just to keep myself busy, which I started boxing at the primary level. Uh, to cut that long story short, it is then that when I was introduced to boxing, when I fought Mzele Luluzipo um, during school sport, um, because boxing was introduced introduced into schools um, uh, during that period, um, his clubmates, all of them, they came and watched the fight because they were, my brother was talking too much to them about Mzele um, is going to see another boxer now in true welcome. Mzele is not going to be easy for him. As much as Mvelelu was so famous about bullying everyone at his at his uh, uh, weight group, mm. um, this time around, there, my brother putting the pressure on my on my shoulders. It is my first fight, and he's telling everyone that Mvelelu um, is gonna get his match this time around. Yet he knows that um, the only stage that I would be fighting is right here at the backyard of uh, <laughs> our home, using cans of milk and stuff like that, and him. Uh, playing around with me because I was never a boxer. Mm. But uh, funny enough, uh, as everybody who was there, they sort of like um, said that I fought very well for somebody who was never a boxer. Even his his clubmates, they come and recruited me, which is where I ended up meeting Bramzi there at that gym. So at one stage, there was a quarrel at a at a modern boxing club, uh, boxers were having differences with uh, from uh, the late Prapiza, mm. um, which ended up the club uh, sort of uh, breaking, and uh, we went to form another club. Mumzele Luluzi, but together with my brother and Tabo Spambul and the others, they went and approached Pramzi, who was an official but was busy with his uh, business. He would just come. Um, um, it, when when he's got a chance uh, coming to the club and then he'll disappear for like a couple of days and then maybe we'll see him the next week um, sometime. Um, so 
they went to him and they had a chat with him and then he agreed and that was to be the birth of a two boxing club because mm-hmm. when he came to saying what is going to be the name the boxers themselves said why don't we use your name of the shop that's that was uh, that's why i'm saying that was to be a birth of a two boxing uh-huh. club <laughs> now at that time at that time um myself and uh um, we were on the same we were on the same level as Mvelo Luzibo, even though Mvelo Luzibo was more famous because um, he was the one um, everybody was talking about um, in the whole of Tanzania, mm. for that matter. So he they asked if we want to turn pro because they were, he was to turn pro. Uh, we said no, we don't want to turn pro without winning a gold medal. Veneli continued uh, um, turning pro and uh, he fought a lot of fights and then he, he was more famous again because he was beating boxers who were already there as professional, um, boxers who had names and stuff like that, as young as he was. Um, so in 1983, um, 1983, yes, we went for SA Games um, in Gauteng. It was at that time the amateur structure. I think it was called SABU, uh, South, Ama- South African Amateur Boxing Union, if I'm not mistaken. Um, who, the Eastern Cape team, the, it was uh, made up of uh, East London, all with uh, the surrounding areas, as well as PE and other areas uh, uh, that makes Eastern Cape. Hmm. So in that team of the Eastern Cape, it was only myself and Vianne Nene from PE who came up with gold medals, yes. Uh, Vianne, uh, I was fighting as a flyweight. Um, Vianne was fighting, I was fighting as a pandam there. Vianne Nene was fighting as a flyweight manager, was fighting as a junior fly. No, Vianne was junior fly manager, was a flyweight. So I won a medal for, for our side and Vianne won a medal. The very first day when I touched base back home, uh, early in the morning, I mean, it was in the afternoon. Ramzi had a uh, brown uh, Ford Granada, three liter Ford Granada. <laughs> you remember Ford Granada that uh, yeah. were the cars at that time. So he stopped his car in front of my house here and he said to me, Now that you have got a gold medal, how about turning pro? Wow. Then I said, Okay, fine, we can turn pro now. That's what I wanted. I wanted to win a medal. I didn't just want to be a pro. A boxer who turned pro without any something that is, you know, um, achievement at an amateur level. So, what was to follow was a string of um, fights uh, at the professional level. And I think, I don't know whether it was some kind of a curse in my boxing career. Because, why I'm saying this? Because right from the beginning, I was fighting boxers who were already known mm-hmm. uh, in, in the boxing stream. You know, um, Every, everyone who I was fighting was had already made his name uh, in his previous fight. Uh, because the first one that I fought, I fought in Vianne Maso. Yes. And Vianne then Bisto. Bisto Hulasha, yes, as well. Gilbert Mankenente. Um, up, to, uh, for, up to a stage where I had to fight for a provincial title. Um, Fred Zanzanze from PE. Yes. And there was this very young boxer, skinny, body, and everybody was like, hey, this, this boy is going to be just chowed by, by, it's going to be chowed by phrase and that and stuff like that. And so that was, was the fight before your, your title fight. 
Before, before, before Joe Mia, okay. We, yes. Yes, I, I, I remember a little bit of that, but because we've spoken to you before. But we're going to continue this next week, Hawk. Uh, we just need to go to news and we're still going to have to hear from Voyani Bungu. So I can, you can imagine a lot of people want to pay tribute to Bramzim Guni. We've lost a legend here. Yeah, the time was never going to be enough. So we've agreed to continue it next week. So let's pack it there, Hawk. And uh, let's go to news. We apologize. Uh, we're going to go there straight now.